You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Honestly, I don't know if it was a good idea or a bad idea that I decided to do all my work before my podcast, but kind of feeling like it was maybe a bad idea. I was going to start doing the podcast right after I got off work, but I was like, mm, I should probably do all my other work. That way I can just enjoy doing my podcast afterwards. But at the tail end of my nine to five, I, you know, that TikTok sound that's like, how does this, it's literally so ugly. How does this look like this? I wish I could find the TikTok sound, but I never like any of those videos for some reason. Like they make me chuckle, but I never like them. So you know what sound I'm talking about. How did this look like this? That is honestly the sound that was playing over and over again in my head at the tail end of work because I was annoyed. I had multiple people who had babies crying when they were on the phone with me. And my headset is, I'm not like knocking people that have babies crying. Obviously, I know it's not something that can be helped, but I have really good headsets. So what might seem far away is really right there in my eardrum. And then on top of that, Benny has all the energy. And so it's so hard being home from work and trying to manage um, him and him not chasing Chuck and him not acting like a psycho while I'm on the phones because this isn't a job where I can just be like, please hold. I'm not allowed to put on hold. I'm not allowed to mute, not allowed to step away. So if shit's hitting the fan. I just have to let it. And then I start sweating and I'm upstairs and I can't reach the fan and I can remotely turn on the AC, but all the windows were open. Like it's just a shit storm. Honestly, it's just a shit storm. So I decided to do all my work before I did this, and that was a mistake because now I'm even grouchier than I was before. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 66 of What the Chuck Podcast with me, Megan Rage. I'm over it. If there was one week that I wasn't going to do that, it was just this week. So I'd like you to all recognize and um, congratulate me on being a consistent ass bitch because if there was one week that I wasn't going to do it, there was one episode that I wasn't going to do, it's this one right here. Yeah, I just had like a bad week. I don't know, just a combination of things. It was not a good week. I feel like I was going to snap at any point. I messed up a couple things at work. There was a few processes that I messed up. And then also I've just been like screwing up my breaks. I'm really good at coming back to work on time. Really no excuse when you're at home, right? Well, Sometimes my breaks aren't taken on time because I'm stuck on the phone. So like I'll get up like for my lunch break is at 1030. So like I'll get off of my lunch or I'll start my lunch at 1037 if I get stuck on a call or, you know, whatever time it is. But if then I have to calculate how much time from when I stopped, started my break to when I stopped, right? There is obviously like a running timer on my computer, but I'm not sitting at my computer. I'm doing other things on my lunch break. So I've been coming back late for my lunches. For the simple fact that I'm an that I'm bad at math, that I cannot calculate how long 30 minutes is, which should just be the easiest calculation. But unless unless we're on an even number, I just I can't compute. I can't do it. 30, 30, I can't do it. My 15 minute breaks, those are even harder. The 30 minute breaks really shouldn't be an issue. That's embarrassing. But the 15 minute breaks, I've been fucking up. And so I'm just anxious, getting anxious because I'm still on probation and I don't want to like I've messed up quite a few times. Last week, I had such a bad week at work that I snapped. Like you guys, I was on an episode 
of Snap. That's a show, right? Where like someone snaps because that was me. Dateline, call me because I was on the verge last week. I went to bed at 6.30 one day because I was on the brink of a mental breakdown. That's how bad it was. So this week seems a little better. My callers haven't been as on on edge, which makes me on edge. I guess it's been a little bit better. But holy shit, last week was not good. And then Benny getting fixed. That was I was not mentally prepared for how time consuming that actually is and how much work you have to put into it, like making sure he's not jumping on things and making sure he's not running and making sure Brett's not getting him all riled up, which is something that he typically does. It's been rough. And then trying to get him the pills. The vet was like, these pills taste really good to doggies. First of all, the vet pissed me off. I love my vet, but they screwed up quite a few things after on the day that Benny got fixed. I told you guys that the medicine wasn't ready. That happened last Tuesday. So then I drop him off and I talk to the girl who's taking him out of my arms and she's just like, yeah, well, I was like, I'm a little concerned about getting him in the car. I was like, because he doesn't jump up into the car. Obviously, I know he's not going to be able to do that anyway. So I'm going to bring his crate. But how big is the cone going to be? And she was like, well, I can send you pictures um, of the cone sizes. Then we also have like this onesie thing. And she was like, do you also want to get notifications as to how it's going throughout the day? I was like, yes. Left on a good note. Got nothing all day until basically two o'clock when I was told that he could be picked up and I was like thanks for giving me updates I got there there was no onesie there was no pictures of the cones like nothing and so I'm kind of on a rush out in a rush out of there just because I want to get out and the nurse the doctor that gave him the anesthesia and that told me how to give him all the meds and all that good stuff she was super nice but then when I got home none of his microchip things were in my bag like I had no paperwork on it so I called them And my bad, I accidentally came through on the emergency line. I hate when people do that at my job. It's annoying. So I understand how frustrating that can be. Um, And so I apologized. They put me on hold. They got me back over to the regular line. And then I was like, hey, I don't have any of the microchip stuff. She talked to me like I was an idiot for about 10 minutes until she finally listened to me and understood that it wasn't that I just didn't have the paperwork. I didn't have the number. I had nothing. They gave me nothing. And so I finally got everything registered and I got him home. And anyways, when she gave me the medication, she was like, doggies really like this stuff. They're going to don't let him get a hold of the package because he'll eat the entire thing. So she had this one pill container and she was like, dogs, if you couldn't understand my high pitched. She gave me this pill container and she was like, dogs really like this stuff. So make sure you keep it out of the way, because if he gets a hold of it, he'll eat the entire thing. Well, guess what? Leave it to Benny to not fuck with it at all. Didn't like it. Didn't like the taste. I had to disguise everything in salami or pieces of meat, which is just perpetuating his disdain for his kibble. The more food that we ate, we just gave him whatever over the past week because he had to take his medicine and he had to have food in his stomach. So we were just like, rice? Sure. Eggs? Great. Peanut butter? Wonderful. Whipped cream? Would you like it on a plate or in a bowl? We just gave him whatever. So he's, he's going to be even more of a monster than he was before. And he wasn't keeping his medicine, some of his medicines he wasn't keeping down and the sedatives weren't really doing anything. So I got some advice from a couple different people who foster dogs and have had fosters who have gotten fixed, like my friend Krista. She was like, take him on some short leashed walks to get some of his energy out. So we did that a couple times. Um, And to be honest with you, I've stopped giving him the sedatives because I just feel guilty. Like he's not going to like feeling like that 24-7. I've cut back on the meds. Um, I've kept him in this onesie. I got like a couple different things for him. 
to test out a couple little like inflatable donuts that went around his neck, but he could still lick it. And it was like super red. So I just put that onesie on him. And I've heard that after about a week, things really get going. And so tomorrow's been a week. So I'm hoping that the scar is going to look a lot better. He's just been active. Like today, I could, I mean, I can't, if Brett's not home, I cannot watch him all day. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that I can do to prevent him from running around. I can't put baby gates upstairs and keep him up here because then Chuck is stuck up here. And what if he needs to go to the bathroom? Like, I just can't. It's impossible. So I just kind of threw up my hands today and let the the freak flag fly. Benny ate all of Chuck's food. He was jumping on the couch. He was running all over the place. I haven't checked his stitches. So hopefully everything's all good. I don't know how people do this on a regular basis, like with fosters. It just seems like there's a lot that goes into the process, making sure that they're eating, making sure that their meds are on time. I am learning a lot by having a dog and that I really don't think that I want to have kids. And those babies crying my ear today, I'm like, I literally want to pull my hair out and scream in the middle of a field. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I have the patience for it at all. There's one thing that I'm learning about myself. I don't have patience. I get so frustrated. But then again, I get frustrated with Benny and then I look at his face and I'm like, oh, you're so cute. Oh, I just want to pinch your little cheeks. And then he does something that's annoying. And I'm like, get out. Why did I ever want a dog? Chuck is an angel, though. Never get frustrated or annoyed with him. I have to pretend sometimes, like when he pees on things. And I know Brett's going to be pissed off. I have to be like, Chuck, what did you do? You're a bad boy. But really, I'm like, oh, you could never do anything bad, my precious little angel. I was supposed to have a lash appointment tomorrow. Let me tell you, I have about three lashes on my face right now. My allergies have been acting up. And then Chuck also got a haircut. So when he gets a haircut, he's so loving. I know I've talked about that before. So he's been all over me like at night, sleeping right like on top of my face, essentially, which I know is a choking hazard. But again, angel, do not give a fuck. And so I've just been rubbing my eyes a lot. My lashes are coming off in flocks. Waka flocka, they're gone. So I was so looking forward to having a lash appointment tomorrow. But my lash girl's kid is sick, doesn't have COVID, got tested, came back negative. But she still doesn't want to spread anything which I appreciate. So now I'm just going to be looking like a bald eagle for the next week. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate when I'm at the end of my lash fill or I'm when I'm right before I need one. And then the fact that it's pushed out another week, she's going to be perturbed when she sees me and how many lashes she has to fill. I've actually been really considering about considering getting them out and just doing a lash lift. But I don't know too many people who are experienced in that field. Um, my, my lash girl doesn't do it. I don't really, I don't really want to go anywhere else. And I've also heard that it's like a perm for your eyes and my eyes are kind of sensitive. So I would be nervous about all those chemicals. So balls so close to my eyes. Um, I recently was just talking to someone about Megan Rage, about like not talking about myself in the third person, but just about me using rage on my name and how I really don't rage anymore, like at all, like couldn't care less about raging. And it's so funny how things change because I told the story in one of my very beginning podcasts that one of the contributing factors for me getting let go to my longtime radio job was the fact that I wouldn't take the name off of the rage off of my name. I remember my two bosses calling me saying that, you know, we were going to be under a new company and they were, it's a more, they lean on the religious side and they were being overly cautious just about branding. And they didn't think that Megan Rage fit the brand of the company. And they asked me to remove the rage from my name and I refused. And so they said, fine, then you have to remove all the radio stations names from your bio. And so I said, fine. And I was so like adamant about not taking the rage off of my name. And now I could literally care less. I mean, I built a brand for myself, so I will never get rid of it. But I look at it and I like get anxiety for myself because I know what it used to mean and how I used to act and how far from that I am now. 
And then it got me thinking about just like, if I would have just done that, would things be different right now? Oh, you can't go down that rabbit hole, but I've been going down it lately. I also saw a meme last week that I reposted about like, um, oh God, let me, oh man, I just let go of the mic thing and it hit the mic. I really need a new mic setup. I need to look into that. I know I've said that a million times, but anyways, I saw this meme and it spoke to me because it is so me. And a couple people reached out to me and said that they feel the same way. And I wonder if it's a Taurus thing. Okay, here it is. Them. Do you take constructive criticism? Me already crying. Sure. What's up? That is totally me. Whenever I would get called into my boss's office, I would automatically start crying. Didn't even know what it was about. Didn't know if it was good. Didn't know if it was bad. It just triggered me. I would instantly start crying, except for the day that I got let go. I legit acted like I didn't give a fuck the one time that I got pulled in there and they were probably expecting me to ball my eyes out. But my pride wouldn't let me wouldn't let me show that emotion so I didn't I was just like stern took my exit paperwork didn't ask any questions and just got the fuck out of there maybe that is a Taurus thing because we are stubborn we're emotional and we're stubborn and I cry out of frustration sometimes sometimes I cry because I'm crying like I'm pissed at myself for crying and so I start crying even harder because I know that I look weak isn't that the most ridiculous thing ever Speaking of work, this last week, I just didn't give a fuck when it came to work and in the best way possible, meaning I was just like saying whatever the hell I wanted. I forget what news story I was talking about. Um, Oh, I know what it was. Um, One of the Olympians from China, her medal starting to peel. And so I was reading up about the Olympics and talking about in my break how the Olympians, if their medals damaged, they can get a new one for a cost. And I'm like, they win their country, you know, a gold medal and they have to pay for medals that are that need replacing because of peeling or you know defects from the committee or whoever issues them and it's like recycled gold it's not even real I don't know anyways I was reading it and I was astonished at the fact that they had to pay for their own shit and so I started singing because I don't know how this relates feed the birds toppins the birds on the radio in my break then I kept going and then I said can we just circle back to the fact that I just sang Mary Poppins 10 seconds ago and forget that it ever happened and move on okay perfect like I've been saying shit like that I sent my friend Amanda a voice memo and I was like I'm recording my show for K-Duck and I literally did a break that said if you ain't on our website then where the fuck Oh, I didn't say fuck. Okay, wait, hold on. Rewind. If you went on our website, then where the heck you at? And I was like, someone tell me to reel it in because it's getting out of control. I just send whatever the hell I think. I just think it's fine and I send it. And Amanda was like, no, you should absolutely do that. She's like, because it's funny. And she's like, I feel like a lot of people will get it. And so she encouraged my bad behavior and told me that I should send that break. So I did. And then it's off and I don't think about it because I'm at work when my show's airing. And I don't have to hear myself be embarrassing or think about how embarrassing I actually am, except for when I rehash it right now. Um, Okay, I forgot to talk about something for like the past two weeks. My friend Ellie, she sent me a video. She was in Santa Barbara or Santa something, one of those Southern California areas, territories. And she was at a hotel and all of a sudden she starts sending me videos. And I'm like, what's happening right now? You guys, she was at a pool with Randall, little Randall from This Is Us, the boy that plays little Randall the most, him and his aunt were at this pool that she was at and she was just getting him to like say things in the video, asking him about Mandy Moore and stuff and sending me these videos knowing that I'm a huge This Is Us fan. I'll post one of the videos on my Instagram or What The Chuck podcast. I can't believe I forgot to talk about this in weeks past. Like literally I was sitting on the couch and she was sending me videos hanging out with little Randall. 
from This Is Us. And at first I thought he was with his mom and she was kind of annoying, like being like, say one of your lines in one of the videos. And I'm like, oh, God, I would hate to be like a Hollywood kid and my parent be like, say one of your lines or just, you know, taking advantage of the situation. Um, But it turns out it's his aunt, which makes it no better. I guess she's also like his manager or something. But yeah, imagine just being at a hotel pool and little Randall's there. It's so funny, too, because he's such an adult in the show. Like, he's so mature. But then in the videos, you can obviously tell that he's just, like, just a little kid, you know? So weird. TV, man. I didn't watch Bachelor in Paradise last night because I've realized that I like watching it on Hulu. Because two hours when I have to fast forward commercials or an hour and 20 minutes and I can just power through it on Hulu. So I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably going to lag. But to be honest with you, I feel like recapping Bachelor in Paradise is just not as fun as The Bachelor. I don't understand why because there's way more drama on Bachelor in Paradise. And I heard that a lot of shit went down last night. But I just feel um, like there's too many storylines and names. I don't know everyone's names. How can you possibly keep up with all of that? Who watched it? Do you like it? Was it good last night? For some reason, I'm just not invested. And I don't know why that is. I think that there was just a lot of new seasons and a lot of new faces. And I feel like right now on Paradise, it is all those new faces. And I just don't have any of those like grandfathered in characters that I know and love. Speaking of, Dale and Claire were in town this weekend and they did a bunch of Sacramento stuff, including going to the old sugar mill. Also, Maluma's performing at the Golden One Center tomorrow night, and he's just been walking around the Golden One Center. He's for sure staying at the Sawyer. He's been posting his room, and if you know what the rooms look like, you know that's exactly where he's staying. He was just at Punchbowl Social like three hours ago. It's closed to the public, obviously, because there would be a mob there if people knew that he was there. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. Dale and Claire at the old sugar mill. I have a source who works there who said that Dale was super nice, but Claire and Claire was too, but she was getting obviously annoyed with people coming up to them and taking pictures. And I've thought about this on multiple occasions. If I ever saw them out, I honestly don't think that I would go up and ask for a picture because I'm so aware of how annoying that is just being around celebrities, you know, the past however many years. And I don't mean that in a way that I was mimicking how I know that sounded. That's not how I mean it. I just know what I just try to be cool for and not to be cool, just to be cool. You know what I mean? There's a comma in there that's going to make a difference in that sentence. I'm not doing it to be cool for myself. I'm doing it just to be like chill. Like I know how annoying that is, not from personal experience with myself, but I just like, I don't know. I don't think I would go up with them, go up to them and take and ask to take a picture. I don't know. But then again, I don't really give a fuck about Claire. Like, I don't care what she thinks of me or if she's annoyed. So maybe it's more so the people that I respect, not that I respect Dale in the least bit. I don't know. Anyways, I want to be somewhere where they are one time just so I could take a picture. Maybe not with them. I'll definitely take a picture of them. I'll be that bitch and Claire will probably call me out and then we'll end up on TMZ because we'll get in a fist fight. Cute. Megan. Hashtag rage. Um, you guys manifest is the worst show on TV. Brett and I started watching it years ago when it first premiered because we thought that it was going to be good. It seemed like it was going to be a good TV show. It had a good premise. The previews look good. No, watch the first episode. Ep- episode it's trash the acting is trash the storyline is trash however we kept watching it throughout all the seasons except for the most recent we didn't finish that yet just because it is so bad it's like a fall asleep to it type of show you know I've tweeted about it I've talked about how bad it is then boom few months back Netflix picks it up right and everyone 
loves it. It's like this new phenomenon on Netflix. People are like, oh, have you seen Manifest? Have you heard of Manifest? Have you watched Manifest? It's so good. Next thing you know, there's all these TikTok trends. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? How do people actually like this show? People are talking about how they binged it in a weekend. There's like 20 episodes per season. Anyways, NBC canceled it, rightfully so, because it's a terrible fucking show. All of a sudden, I read this this week that Netflix, the outcry has been the support for Manifest has been so overwhelming that they are picking up season four, the fourth and final season will be, an, I don't know if it's considered a Netflix original, but it's moving to Netflix for the fourth season. Has that ever happened before where like a show gets canceled and it's on Netflix and Netflix picks it up to kind of wrap it up? I mean, here's the thing. I'm excited to see how it all ends because now we know that there's finally going to be a conclusion. This is one of those shows where in every preview they're like, next episode, you're going to find out what happened to Flight 808 and then you never do. It's like a big tease. Well, now we know we're finally going to get the goddamn answers because it's the fourth and final season. There's not going to be another one. We're only going to get one more season of that terrible acting. Something in me says that maybe it'll be a little bit better. Maybe they've realized since they got canceled how terrible it is, or maybe just like the producers and shit will be different and be like, hey, guys, do better for our audience, please, for the love of God. Um, another thing, do you remember the girl that I had on this podcast a while ago? Her name was Morgan. We did a bachelor talk. Well, she's on a morning radio show. And this week they had Michael A on the morning radio show. I'm scrolling through Instagram on one of my breaks and I see her post pictures with him. And I commented, Morgan, stop it. I am dead, deceased. Okay. I go about my work day. There are some days where I can be on my phone a little more than others. Most days I can just scroll through Instagram. I can't double tap. I can't really like read anything. So I get off work, right? And I see that I have a notification. And Instagram isn't like really up front with your notifications these days. Like it doesn't, a little heart doesn't pop up. Like you have to actually go there to see that someone commented on your feed. Okay, anyways, I get off work. I see that I have a notification to my comment that I left on Morgan's picture with Michael A. from The Bachelor. If you don't know who Michael A. is, he's the one that left because he had a son. His wife died from cancer. Fan favorite. People want him to be the next Bachelor. I, however, don't because I feel like he left Katie's season to be with his son. So he should stand by that and be by his son and not take even more time away from him to be The Bachelor. If he was going to take more time, he should have just waited those last three weeks and seen if things were going to work out with Katie. Okay, getting off my soapbox. So I left this comment on, on Morgan's picture with Michael A. And I said, I am deceased Morgan with all these exclamation points the notification that I got after that was from Michael A on my comment and it said Megan Rage Radio come back to us don't go into the light I'm dead I mean we basically had a conversation I'm basically his next wife I said oh my god at Michael is this happening am I dreaming or is this heaven low-key flirting with him no big deal hi Brett um yeah I cannot believe that he left a comment to me, Michael. He is the heart and soul of the Bachelor franchise, the most pure character cast member I've ever seen step onto the show. Morgan was talking about, not to me, because we don't, we don't talk like that. I had her on the episode, but it's not like we like text or anything. But I follow her and I follow her TikToks and her Instagram stories. And she basically said that he was so freaking nice, which just makes me love him even more. Oh, deep down, I kind of want him, want, do want him to be The Bachelor, but I don't because for the reasons that I just stated. But I do love him. He seems like the sweetest person ever. So I got videos from This Is Us Randall. I got talked to by Michael A. on Instagram. Claire and Dale were in the same vicinity as me. So, so was Maluma. I mean, I'm basically 
basically friends with all the I, my celebrities are a list. Okay. Um, there's something that I've been thinking about all week and I just have to share it with you. I'm also going to share a brief snippet of a conversation I had with my friend Amanda from over the weekend. Corey from Love Island. You know, this cast is really cute. They're coming off Love Island. They've got big dreams, big hearts. Corey is starting a clothing line. I got a, and I'm not going to lie. It's okay. And his shirts say like, what the freak or something. And then like some like inspirational quote. They're, they're not the best, but they're not the worst. And I get it. You got to strike while the iron's hot. People really love them right now. They all started a cameo right after they left the villa. Here's my qualm, my quarry. My, I don't know if I'm using those words correctly. Here's my issue with Corey, okay? You just won all that money, $50,000, right? Well, it's not really my issue with him. He comes home and he posts a picture at Sushi with Bay. You go home, there's, I bet there's nothing like being away from home for a while and then coming home and just wanting the food that you crave, like the restaurants that you love, right? People from Love Island, they're out here stunting now. They're asking for assistance and stylists and photo shoots, only posting the most lavish hotels and restaurants and bars and drinks. And Corey is out here posting some sushi that looks like he got it from IHOP. Like this picture is giving me food poisoning and I have not stopped thinking about it since he posted it. I'll post a picture at What the Chug podcast so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about. It is probably the most disgusting sushi I've ever seen in my life. I I don't know why he posted the picture. I don't know why he is risking his life by eating at that restaurant. Anyways, I was in bed Saturday night texting my friend Amanda and we were talking about Love Island and I was like, excuse me, I have the hiccups. This happens to me during work. Um, it's not really the hiccups. It's I guess it is. So I talk so fast during work sometimes or just I say a lot without taking a breath. Like we have these scripts that we have to read. And so I find this happening to me a lot. And I'll be like, oh, excuse me. I'm like burping on the phone with customers because I don't have any air. How are we going to breathe with no air? <laughs> so anyways, I texted the picture to my friend Amanda. And I was like, Corey from Love Island posted his sushi today or yesterday. And I haven't stopped thinking about how terrible it looks. She said, what the fuck? That fish don't look right. And I said, why is the avocado just plopped on the plate? She said, what sushi plate serves it on a plate shorter than the roll? And I said, I'm dying. She said, ball out with that 50K, Corey, because he's one of the winners of Love Island. So he got 50K and so did Olivia. Now Olivia is spending it on good things. She's getting her lips done, Botox, plastic surgery, getting her teeth whitened. That is proactive spending. This is you going to die spending. Amanda said, I said, that looks like food poisoning. Treat yourself, Corey. She said, that avocado is chaotic. And I said, and I need sauce on all my pieces. Kay, thanks. She said, the wood chairs? Is this Marie Callender sushi? I said, I am literally dead. The ginger falling off the plate and nowhere near the wasabi? She said, sushi served via throwing it to you like a frisbee. The disarray. I said, honestly, I wish you would have tagged the restaurant so I could creep on this establishment. She said, bet it's on par with the drive through sushi near me. And this is where the conversation gets interesting. I said, wait a second, there's drive through sushi? She said, I've she said, I don't know that I've ever seen it operational, but yes, it's for sure there. Even weirder, it's tinier than most coffee stands. You guys are literally not gonna believe this sushi restaurant that my friend Amanda sent me. I got the heebie-jeebies just looking at it, and I, I can't. I said, 
I said, nah, fam. Why does it look like a refurbished Long John Silvers? She said, I feel like it looks much smaller in person. She said, now I'm tempted to try it sometime. YOLO. And then she sent me a picture of the menu and said they got some $9 combos. I said, they need to raise the prices so they can do some repairs. You guys are gonna die when you see the picture. Or maybe you saw it last night when I posted it. And now you're doubling back to look at it again that you have some context. Oh my goodness. Drive through sushi. I mean, I, I'm here for the convenience, but I am not here for the food poisoning that I would get. No way in hell would I go to drive through sushi, even though I do admittedly eat grocery store sushi. So, I mean, I don't know if that's any better, but the guy's making it right there in front of you. This is did. This is different. Wait till you see this building. You can find it at What the Chug podcast. Poor Corey. I legit wanted. I feel like my only chance of talking to some of these celebrities is through Twitter because I have the blue check mark. I wanted to tweet at him and be like, yo, Corey, let me show you some good sushi. Come out to Sacramento boy with that 50,000. But I don't I don't I, I I'm I don't want to like I don't know. He's such a positive guy that I actually feel bad making fun of him. Is that weird? I actually have a conscience and would feel bad tweeting at him and making fun of him. But at the same time, I cannot stop thinking about this trash sushi. And I feel like he had to get DMs about it, right? Like, I can't be the only one that saw this and was like, what the fuck? Honestly, couldn't. Couldn't. Also last week on my day off, I got a lot done. I went to Bath and Body Works because I needed some hand sanitizer, even though Brett's like, hand sanitizer is just going to kill the good germs and you're going to get sick the more you need hand sanitizer. I'm like, if I walk out of Costco after touching a shopping cart, I don't care what anyone says, I'm putting goddamn hand sanitizer on my hands. So I went to Bath and Body Works to up my hand sanitizer. That's it. Wasn't going to look at anything else. Wasn't going to smell any candles. Wasn't going to look at nothing. Well, in Lomans Plaza, the Bath and Body is being remodeled. So it's in a different part of the shopping center. And it's in a bigger area. And I walked in and they have these like sparkly light up pineapples on display. And I was like, what are these? She was like, aren't they amazing? She's like, they're from the summer collection. So we only have a few left. And she was like, but yeah, they're battery operated and they're just little candle holders. And I was like, so they literally serve no purpose but to look cute. And she was like, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I'll take it. (laughs) $60. Good thing I had a coupon for 20% off my entire purchase. $60 for nothing. It does nothing. Doesn't heat my candle. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't smell good. Doesn't play a song. Nothing. It does nothing. But I own it now. It's at home. Everyone's been asking me where I got it. Hate to tell ya. No longer there. Can't get it on the website. Can't get it at the store. It is sold out. So cute though. What a good idea. And then that girl, about, that bitch about the body works tried to send me the one on display. And then she put new batteries in a new one. I was like, um, no, I'll take the fresh one. Thank you. Because when I went in there, they did have a few. I'll put it at What the Chuck podcast. Not that you can buy it. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay, you guys. Recently at work, I found out that you can't repost TikToks like all willy nilly because it's like intellectual property or whatever. I actually have to message people if I want to use their TikToks and get permission before I can repost them. What kind of bullshit is that where people post things, they make money off of it, It's for everyone to see, to get likes and, you know, to get fucking famous. But I have to get permission before I use their video somewhere else. What kind of bullshit is that? I hate it. I'm not with these new social media rules. I literally got an email to my work email. They were like, "Uh, yeah, you can't post TikToks because you have to get their permission. I'm like, what? They put it out for literally like three million people to see and I have to get permit. Huh? It's really killing my vibe and my social media game. 
I'm not about that life. All right, guys. Um, I still have some stuff to do. And that gave a good 30 minutes. You got a good 30 minutes out of me. Sometimes they're long. Sometimes they're not. They're not. I was just going to roll right into sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. And I just got all my words jumbled. So ruin that. Wah, wah. Hopefully you love the content in this brief little 30-minute episode. But I got to go. I don't even know what I'm going to name this episode. I got to spend time. I got to brainstorm on that. I'm going to call it Sushi. No. Nasty sushi. Drive through sushi. Boom. Amanda's going to love it when she sees the title. She's going to know exactly why it's called that episode. Hope everyone has a safe Labor Day weekend. Love you guys. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. I'll be here next week for episode 67. I'm actually kind of glad that I did this last because it did put me in a better mood. How can I put myself in a better mood by sitting in a room by myself and talking? You know, living alone was clutch. I was such a happy person. Dealing with other people is not for me. Like, I just need to go on a retreat by myself like my friend Kaylin, who just goes camping by herself. I really thrive in solace. That's wrong. In alone time, I really thrive by myself. I should stop trying to use big words that don't fit. Okay, gotta go. (laughs) Bye. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.